The eventual passing of the torch from Alex Ovechkin to Ivan Miroshnyshenko next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. The Capitals season is in session, and I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you. And we can do that one-on-one on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. In today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about how there's good news and there's bad news when it comes to the Capitals blue line. We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about Bondra on Alex Ovechkin, one of the greatest goal scorers of all time for the Capitals, talking about one of the greatest goal scorers ever. We'll talk about that, but just to get it going here, we will talk about Alex Ovechkin taking Ivan Mirshnyshenko under his wing. And uh, one of the things that he spoke about is that was one of the things that was done for him when he first came here. As we know that he stayed at George McPhee's house, uh, he said, and he referenced himself as a little kid when he first came here joining the league, that there was a lot of uncertainty and a lot of questions. You know, it's a cultural shock. It's a cultural slap in the face. You're going from Russia to the United States on a big stage not just coming here to move here, but to be in the limelight. Uh, if you take a look at Alex Ovechkin, he is, you know, one of the biggest athletes ever. And uh, he came over here at one time as a young child, and he didn't know the language. He didn't know any of the culture. And uh, he had to live with the then GM of the team uh, to kind of acclimate himself. So what he's doing is he is doing the same thing. I think, you know, it's a couple things. It's that he knows and he can relate to Ivan Mirshnyshenko as they're both fellow Russian countryman, and he saw, sees a little bit of himself uh, in Ivan Mirishnyshenko. And I've kind of said often tongue-in-cheek that I think that, you know, Mirishnyshenko could be Alex Ovechkin 2.0, but is that going to be uh, closer to reality than anyone thought? I mean, one thing I will say for sure is that Miro looks pretty good setting up for one-timers from Ovi's office, and uh, it is the eventual passing of the torch in my belief, from Alex Ovechkin to Ivan Mirishnyshenko at some point. Uh, we do know that Ovi has about three years left on his deal. Of course, he could always sign an extension. And I think to a certain extent, he sees the end of his career on the horizon, a bit of a distant horizon, but he sees it. And he sees this new group, this new batch of young Capitals players up and coming and knowing that one day they will replace him. They will replace Backstrom and Oshie and Carlson and all these players that we've grown to love over the years. And I think it's kind of fond to his heart because he sees a younger version of himself in Ivan Mirishnyshenko. And a really great story, if you think about it. And Ivan also said that he idolizes 
Alex Ovechkin at camp, he was even wearing the gold color laces in his skates and that he's always looked up to him. They talked about how Alex Ovechkin has taken him to dinner uh, at his place or gone out to restaurants uh, together. Everything that you could possibly do to help, you know, take anything, you know, any uncomfortableness away from him. Uh, he's also helped out at, in drills. Uh, you know, there's a language barrier there, of course. And if you take a look at a lot of the Russian players that have come here, I'm talking more recently here, uh, you know, Evgeny Kuznetsov. I remember when he first came here, he couldn't speak nearly any uh, English. Uh, same was this uh, case with Ilya Samsonov. So there is a bit of a, a curve there. And I do think that Ivan, he has burst through every hurdle that's been in his way. If it wasn't, you know, the Hodgkin's lymphoma or terminating his KHL contract or being poised to being on the Washington Capitals. I just think that this is one other thing in front of him that I ultimately think that he has what it takes. And I ultimately do think he is going to be Alex Ovechkin-esque at some point. And, you know, some people are, would say, you know, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. You haven't seen him in, in NHL action. We, what we do know is that he is going to be playing for the Hershey Bears at a minimum that is where he's projected to be at. But one of the things that I've said on this show, and if you're an everydayer, you know that I've talked about that I think that this is going to be the year uh, for Ivan Mirshnashenko on the Capitals. And the fact that he has been willing to take him under his wing uh, is just, it speaks really well. But, you know, to a certain extent, I guess I got to be honest with you, it's a little bit sad because you kind of do see that that end is coming at some point uh, for the great eight. So, um, but it is a, a cool moment that uh, as big as Alex Ovechkin is, that he is willing to take time to take a young player like him under his wing. Uh, he said he was taken high in the draft, a skill guy. He's a fighter. He's a warrior. That's what Ovechkin told the hockey news. And uh, he is a fighter. And, you know, there are a lot of people that would have folded and given up if he, if you got the same prognosis. Hodgkin's lymphoma. And one of the things that assistant GM Ross Mahoney said is that when he met him for the first time, he was so skinny after getting the chemotherapy that the genes were just hanging off of his hips. But, you know, he did not let that deter him. He had tenacity. He had fortitude. He hit the gym. He bulked up. And he is the player you see in front of you at camp because of he has grit and determination that he is not going to let things, you know, overtake him, even if it's something as major as a major illness like that. But just taking a look at Mirish Nishenko, uh, as a student, but as a reminder of where he was at uh, life 19 years ago, Ovechkin reminiscing, you know, where he was when he first came over here. And again, you know, just a really uh, cool moment. And, you know, it's good that uh, that Ivan has someone like Ovi on the team. You know, he could have gone to another team uh, in the NHL. And I know there are a decent amount of uh, Russian players in the NHL, but I think that he got lucky because there are, you know, quite a few Russian speaking players on the team. He's a little shy guy. Ovechkin said, you know, the most important thing that we help him here is to feel comfortable. Because when I was a little kid, when I came first day in the league, whole team helped me out to feel comfortable. And uh, that is the sign of leadership. That is why Alex Ovechkin wears the C on his chest uh, to take this young player. You know, again, I, I think it's near and dear to his heart because he does see himself because it is a Russian countryman in there. But there are other fellow Russian speakers, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Alexei Protus, Alex Alexiev, Alexander Suzdalev, Bogdan Triniev also. So, you know, it is a unique situation that there are so many Russian speakers on the team. 
but it has to help Ivan in, in all of this because, you know, he came in here and I know that he was killing it over in the KHL uh, and he came over here with that grit and determination. But all of a sudden, you know, I'm going somewhere where I don't really know how to speak the language and culturally is probably a whole lot different. Uh, so I just think that it has fit well uh, for Ivan to be in the position that he's in. And also Spencer Carberry has said as much as it's helped in his transition. He says, those uh, guys are doing an excellent job. I see it all the time. Anybody that can help him with drills, with positioning on the ice, with all the little things that can take for granted what, what you know with the language, he's very, very green when it comes to the English language. So he's trying to figure out where to go, listening to coach, where should I go? And I think it's important for us as coaches and as an organization that we keep in mind that we're evaluating him. Uh, Carberry added, I appreciate those guys trying to do everything they can do to help him as much as possible. Uh, whether it be with the drills or whatever the case may be, um, I do think that it is going to help him in his pursuit of making the team. Again, I do think that ultimately he has what it takes. Uh, am I going to say that he's going to break camp with the team? I didn't say that, but I, I would, like I said, I wouldn't count him out. Uh, he have to be ready for battles because he's a warrior. Everybody knows that, Ovi said. He's going to be playing different hockey, so I'm pretty sure it's going to be time. He's going to be a little struggle. Again, this is Ovi talking here, but right now I see him on the ice. He's skating well. Great shooting, obviously. And that's quite an accolade. That's quite an accomplishment. And, uh, and you know, uh, a nice thing for Alex Ovechkin to say, about uh, Ivan Mirishnashenko. Of course, we know where he was drafted. He would have been drafted higher if it wasn't for the Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, but ultimately, he he is doing well, and I think that uh, his trajectory is pointing up. Uh, Oshi talked about it. He looks good out there. He's got a phenomenal shot. I ran into him just kind of by accident on a three-on-three, -three, and I had to go down to one knee, so he's pretty strong. Uh, that's good to see. Very cool story. We're happy to have him here and excited to see where his career goes. And I am as well. Uh, he is definitely one of the players to circle in this camp. He is one of the players to circle as the potential of making the team this year. Far ahead of what anyone else had thought or where he was projected to be. Everyone said that, you know, he's got that KHL contract and that thing is pretty sticky. He's not going to be able to get out of it. As it turns out, he was able to break that contract. If he had something he's always asking, Obi said, I'm sure that lessons will come with time. He's going to get better and better. And as he will, we have seen, you know, take a look at Sam Sonoff when he was over here. Take a look at Kuznetsov more recently when he was over here. First came over uh, from Russia to the United States, that is. They struggled with a little things like language. And it's a good thing that Ivan has someone like Alex Ovechkin to kind of show him the ropes. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about Bondra on Alex Ovechkin, uh, one of the greatest goal scorers on the Capitals to one of the greatest goal scorers of all time. We'll talk about him coming up. Our next partner here is DoorDash. And one of the things that I love about DoorDash is if you forget something, 
they can help you. Love the convenience of getting what you want right next to your door with DoorDash grocery delivery. You can stock up for the week or last minute cravings conveniently. And let's be honest here, life is busy. You need someone like DoorDash. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites. And now you can get groceries delivered that actually deliver too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boast your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you pick them. So get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $20 value when you use code LOCKED at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20. No minimum subtotal in zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code locked don't forget that's code l-o-c-k-e-d for 50 percent off your first order with doordash all right welcome back into this edition of locked on capitals part of the locked on podcast network your team every day make sure and subscribe or follow locked on capitals wherever you find your podcast and on youtube the hockey season is here and I've got you covered, so make sure and subscribe or follow Locked on Capitals today. So an interesting thing, I was listening to Grant and Danny, um, and they had Bondra on the show talking about you know, his great goal scoring and how he sees himself in relation to Alex Ovechkin. And they were talking about, you know, what, what, what is it about Ovechkin that he's able to do so many great things? And this, like I said, was on 106.7, the fan, uh, Peter Bondra scored 472 goals as a capital, the most in franchise history until Ovi netted his 473rd way back in 2015. And if you think about it, Alex Ovechkin has always been that guy, always way ahead of the curve. And you know, one of the interesting things that John Carlson said at the beginning of last season is that we knew he was scoring a lot of goals, but this is getting crazy. And I ultimately don't think that Alex Ovechkin ever set out to score that many goals. It just happened because, you know, he just did what he does best. And, you know, because of that, he, the only guy standing in front of him is the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Ovi has another 350 on top of that and at 822. He's 72 goals away from tying Gretzky. Uh, 894 for the most in NHL history. A record chase that could add, could and should end sometime in the 24-25 season and still marvels Bondra to this day. Uh, you know, and the thing of it is, is no one thought that anyone was ever going to be able to catch Gretzky. It just wasn't the case. He is that great of a hockey player. But as it turns out, you know, Ovi's been doing this a while, and uh, it does appear that he's going to catch him. He is the Russian machine that never breaks. He's been dubbed that as much. Uh, but he has shown fractures or cracks, uh, you know, in these last couple seasons as he's missed time to injury and had some personal issues. Uh, so the biggest thing for Ovi, you know, father time is undefeated and all that is staying healthy and trying to avoid injuries. Listen, Alex Ovechkin plays a heavy brand of hockey. He is not afraid to be the guy leading the charge, slamming people into the boards and playing a physical brand of hockey. If that's what it calls for, he can score the sweetest, prettiest goal of all time and just absolutely slam a guy into the boards the next to rally the troops. 
Again, to reiterate the top of the first segment there, that is why he wears the C on his chest because he is a leader on this team. And sometimes if he needs to play a physical brand of hockey, he'll do it. But what he's known for most is his goal scoring from his office, the left dot. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, everyone said, well, you know, if, if it's so predictable, then why don't the goalie set up for him? Why don't you talk to a couple of goalies in the NHL? They say, listen, we know it's coming and there's still nothing we can do to stop it because it comes so fast. And what have we seen from Ovi uh, in the last couple of years here is he's kind of mixing it up a little bit where he's getting goals from different angles. But listen, at the end of the day, I don't care if he scored every single one of his goals from now until the end of his career from his office, as long as he continues to knock him out of the park, because... If you take a look at the Capitals last season, if it wasn't for Ovi leading the charge, carrying the bulk of the mail for the Capitals as far as goal scoring is concerned, they would have been in rough shape. You know, the season before they had Kuzi and Wilson scoring a lot of goals. There wasn't nearly as many goals scored last season. Subsequently, that is why the Capitals did not make it to the playoffs. As Ovi goes, so go the Capitals. So, but with that said, he cannot do everything. He can't carry this team on his back. Uh, so this is Bondra talking about Alex Ovechkin. It's amazing. He's a generational player for the NHL, not just the Caps. And what he was able to accomplish with his shot is amazing and fun to watch. Bondra said, I had the chance to play a couple of years against him at the end of my career. And I played with and against him some really great goal scores. But his shot is something else. Ovi's shot is a different level. And it's the reason he's not too far away from being the top goal scorer. That is quite the praise for Peter Bondra uh, for Alex Ovechkin and, and deserved, you know, um, if you just think about it. But, you know, you're taking a look at these older players talking about, you know, this newer generation. It's not even that new anymore. Al Ovi just turned 38 years old. But it is interesting to hear about some of these great players, uh, great Capitals players, still marveling at what Alex Ovechkin uh, can do. Uh, again, that is the biggest thing with this thing is being healthy. Uh, we do want Alex Ovechkin to catch Gretzky. Can he do it? I guess it remains to be seen, but Peter Bonder wasn't done there. He also said, what does Spencer Carberry have to do to help win the locker room? He said, be disciplined to get the tone from the beginning. Keep the boys accountable for their actions on the ice and make sure everybody is on the same page. He said, I think this is going to be key. Just make sure we all work together and work hard. You want this team to work hard for 60 minutes and hopefully will be a tough opponent for 60 minutes. And they are going to do that with Alex Ovechkin continuing to do what he does best leading the charge. Not so much a guy that drops the gloves anymore. He leaves that for the younger guys. If you even see Tom Wilson, who I think is going to be the next captain of the team, um, he, he picks those battles and he says, let the young guys make a name for himself. What I'm going to do is help lead this team. Again, like I talked about in the first segment, taking the young guys under their wing. You know, he did the same thing with Wilson as well. Um, and I think that that kind of is what mentored him and kind of made him, uh, the heir apparent as far as the next captain of the team. But as far as Peter, Peter Bondra and, the, and Alex Ovechkin are concerned, just a really great moment, a tip of the hat from one of the great uh, Capitals players uh, of old to one of the greatest Capitals players of all time. Just a really great moment. And we ultimately do believe, you know, I get asked quite often on these different shows if I think that Obi can catch Gretzky. And of course I do. 
The key thing is for him to stay healthy, which we know he puts in the time in the offseason to make sure he's in shape. It's just, you know, trying to avoid overexerting yourself and let the younger guys play that really physical style of hockey. Now that he's getting older, uh, I, I don't think that he should shy away from physicality, but maybe tone it back just a little bit uh, so so he can continue to help this team and continue in his efforts to pass Wayne Gretzky. All right, so coming up here after the break, there is good news and there's bad news when it comes to the Capitals' blue line. I'll discuss them both next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, you know, it is interesting. We'll talk about the Caps blue line here is that this, we just went through the first preseason game and there's already injuries to talk about. So what do we know? The game against the Sabres is that TVR left the game. Trevor Van Riemsdyk left the game and it didn't look good. And Spencer Carberry thought it didn't look that great either. As it turns out, it was just a bruise on his wrist. So sigh of relief, but there's more. The flip side of that coin is that we find out that Joel Edmondson was injured uh, at MedStar Ice Complex while the Caps were playing the Sabres. There was another team practicing at MedStar and he got injured, and it's not looking good, and everything that we hear is that he could potentially miss some time. What we know right now is that it's not related to his back injury, because then everyone would have been saying, see, why did we sign this guy? He's injured. Uh, But what this means is, and I've talked about this, and if you're an everyday of the show, you know that I talk about that it's next man up, and this is going to be a great opportunity for another young capital uh, player potentially here. So uh, obviously I'm hoping for that nothing but the best for Joel Edmondson, but for right now, it doesn't look great. Spencer Carberry says Edmondson hasn't yet met with team doctors, but the prognosis probably won't be very good. If he misses significant time, it would open up opportunities for younger players like Alexiev, Johansson, and Haman Octel, excuse me, Lucas Johansson. Uh, there are other players in the mix, Vincent Iorio as well. If Edmondson is going to miss some time, you know, it, it's not ideal. But what's going to have to happen is that one of these young guys that was hoping for their opportunity, they're going to need to seize the moment. Who do I think it's going to be? Knee-jerk reaction right now. I think that it is going to be a good opportunity for Alex Alexiev. Also, uh, Lucas Johansson is a player that has been in the organization for quite some time. You know, his trajectory and, his, you know, his path has been a little bit more bumpy than others. So that is why I'm going with Alexiev right now. Again, it would be ideal uh, if Joel Edmondson was good to go and he didn't need to miss any time, uh, considering that, you know, they just got this rugged defenseman with 50% salary attention for the Habs, and now who knows how much time he's going to miss. Uh, not ideal, if you ask me, but that is the, you know, the benefit of having depth on your team. And one of the things that we talked about is where are all these blue liners going to fit as it turns out, there's already injuries, injuries that we're talking about. Uh, there was plenty of positivity, though, when it was talking about what is next. Uh, this is going to be the opportunity, like I talked about, to see one of these young guys, you know, take take the, the reins and run with it. Carberry said it absolutely does open a door. Uh, as I always look at things, some great opportunities for someone step in and potentially take off. 
uh, whether it was Haman Octel, whether it's Lucas Johansson's Nega spot potentially on the opening night roster. If that's what these guys want, right? They want to prove that they're an everyday NHL player on a good team. So it's right there. I love that. Not for Joel's case, but for the guys that are just waiting for that one break to be able to jump into the lineup. And that's what it's all about. This is what I've talked about with Connor McMichael and a lot of the other players is making the most of your opportunities. Um, and, you know, I got to say that Connor McMichael, obviously, you know, sometimes is not the guy that makes the most of his opportunities. Joel Snively comes to mind as a guy that usually does, but really putting your level best into impressing, knowing that this is your, you know, this is your opportunity to impress. And if you blow it, well, you might not get another opportunity for a while. And that's a tough thing. And that's a lot of pressure. You need to be really mentally dialed in to be able to handle that kind of pressure. But, uh, I mean, listen, all these guys are professional hockey players. They have it. What, what it takes to play at this kind of level, obviously, or they wouldn't be here. Uh, but that is what it's going to be. Is it going to be Alex Alexiev who put in a lot of time this summer with strength and conditioning to work on his game? Is it this going to be the year for him to grab the reins and run with it with this team? That is who I'm picking right now in the event uh, that Joel Edmondson misses some time. Talking about Carberry, he said he was solid the other night. He's in that mix, too, uh, talking about uh, Vincent Iorio. Uh, so, you know, it'd be interesting. Maybe a player would have to switch from one side to the other on, on defense. I guess it's too early to tell. But for right now, it is one of those, um, you know, storylines to keep track of. And I've got you covered here on Locked On Capital. So, it is unfortunate that this is, you know, the first preseason game heading into the second one Thursday night against the Red Wings. And we're already, you know, having these these demons of the season before come back and haunt us uh, with injury. And I know that injuries are unavoidable. Let's just hope that if Joel Edmondson does, in fact, need to miss quite a bit of time, that one of these young guys, listen, we've heard about this. This is what we've all talked about. This team needs to get what class? Younger. It needs to get what? Faster. Now is the time to do it. Are these young guys really ready for it? I guess time will tell. All right, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We have Locked On Nationals. Yes, there's still a little bit of baseball left to play. Commanders, the Commanders are killing it for the most part this year. And the Wizards, yes, Wizards basketball is just around the corner as well. So make sure and subscribe or follow if you're a fan of any of those DC sports. And also Locked on NHL, a show that is five days a week, where whether it is on whatever podcast platform you listen to or on YouTube, find out about everything in the NHL, whether it be the Capitals or any of the other 32 teams in the NHL Locked on NHL has got you covered. All right. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked on Capitals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.